right. There we go. Hello, all. Yeah, guy. Hey. This is episode 120. Well, it's 122. I got to really talk to Sam about this. This is just, I mean, getting ridiculous. <laughs> Uh, we're brought to you by uh, oh, 122 oh O'Reilly, not the auto parts. Um, I am your host, Bill Dean, of course, here with my two co-hosts, Schwim and Schwartz Guy. Uh, brought to you by Primetime Radio, courtesy of Mr. Wu himself. Uh, you can find us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, Apple and Google Podcasts, Spotify, and iHeartRadio. Uh, please leave a five-star review if you'd be so kind. Gentlemen, please. what are we drinking? Schwartz, you go first. All right, just because I got a fresh four pack of it last night, and uh, I like it. Not, I'm doing another Mud Hen Yellow Flashing Lights. I I I think I might be becoming a stout person. Oh, nice. I like stouts. Up, oh, he's yeah. back. Uh, he wants to become a stout person. I like it. I'm definitely in for stouts. I'm down to try them. Um, yeah, I mean. Listen, stouts can be either very good or can be, uh, let's just put it straight, right? Shitty shorts. I mean, shrimp, right? They could be either good or, or just be absolutely terrible. And yeah. Well, I guess most drinks can be like that. They could be either really good or yeah, really bad. But Yeah. I feel like stouts, though, you can, you can have like just a batch that, and I think I'm going to be bringing back Mr. Shorts guy right here. There he is. He's there back. Um, (laughs) you know, I was just saying that I think you can have stouts that just kind of taste that coffee. Like that's all they are. And and I feel Mm -hmm. that's when they get bad, it's, it's where they start adding like chocolates or, or honeys or like different things like that, where I think it really spruces it up. But yeah, I mean, I, yeah, you could have really bad. I feel like an IPA is hard to mess up because you're pretty much just going for the hops. Yeah. But there are some places that just don't do an IPA very well. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, you're right. Um, so shorts with shorts guys got, uh, Schwimmer. Speaking of IPAs, uh, I am drinking, uh, from Icarus Brewing, uh, the wonderful, I believe it's pronounced Edge, Dean. Edge. Gave this to me, Edge. Uh, it's an, uh, Imperial IPA, uh, almost 8%. Drinking Crayons, it's called. I have no idea what's in it. it. Just lots of different hops. Just, just crayons. Straight up crayons. Yep, it could be. It could be that. I hope there's some crowns mixing this. It'll bring me back to my childhood when I used to eat crowns. <laughs> and now, as an adult, now as an adult, I can drink them. I've, I've come a long way, I mean, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, I've, I, have you I really though? Eating, eating crowns and, and worms to drinking them now. Yes. <laughs> I like it. Um, oh, you saw you you said Edge. Uh, so he. Edge. Every time I have to call him from my uh, Bluetooth in my car, it's not AJ Dean. It doesn't understand that's AJ Dean. It's Adj Dean. So it's yeah, it call that Adj Dean too. on mobile. And I'm like, I, I just don't understand how the computer or what, whatever video monitor, you know, video system it has there. Why they, they don't understand that AJ together is AJ. It's not Adj or TJ is know. TJ. It's not dude. But do you, have, do, you have periods, do you have periods in between? I think that's the issue because there's no periods. Uh, that, maybe. That's, yeah, that's, that's probably a good point. That's probably your issue because remember, computers, at least not yet, can't really think for themselves. They just read what's there. <laughs> yeah, I However, guess you are. Yeah, you'd be correct. Until Skynet every, goes online. Seriously. Every, every now and then I mean, I'm smart. Every now and then I'm smart. <laughs> yep. Um, all right. So very nice uh, swimmer. I have by Black Project. <laughs> spontaneous and wild ales this one is called jump seat it's a dry hop sour ale so we shall see how this goes um yep not bad taste sour ale it is nice um all right so let's get to what's on tap for today's episode here's our weekly snapshot we'll get right into it the big trade that happened uh this would be was it friday um, I should have. Uh, was it Friday? Was the yeah Friday? May have been yeah, the 18th. He Saturday. Yeah, because he played Saturday. Oh, Saturday. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. But no, he played uh, Saturday, right? Yeah. So it was Friday. All right, I was right. Uh, I don't so, know. Yeah, some so something happened. Uh, the Maple Leafs get uh Ryan O'Reilly and they get Nolachari in a three-way trade with the Blues and the Wild. Uh, St. Louis gets a crap ton of draft picks. They get. <laughs> 
first of all, the Blues get prospect Josh Pillar from the Wild for O'Reilly, then trade him to uh, the Maple Leafs uh, for Toronto's first-round pick in the 2023 draft, Ottawa Center's third-round pick in this year, Toronto's second-round pick next year, and Ford's Mikhail Abramov, who's a prospect, and Adam Gaudet, who's been in the league for quite a little while. Uh, Minnesota also received a fourth-round pick in the 2025 draft for Josh Pilar. Uh, Minnesota also takes on 25% of the salary for O'Reilly, which is $7.5 million. Uh, and then the Blues take half of that. Uh, so altogether, you know, Toronto's taken only 25% of O'Reilly's contract for the remainder of the season, uh, which is why they could do the deal. Uh, obviously, O'Reilly won the state, you know, Conn Smythe as MVP of the playoffs uh, when when the, uh, the Blues won the cup from the Bruins in the 2019 final. Um, he played great that year already. He had 23 points in 26 games. He was a, a defensive stalwart. Um, he had signed that seven-year contract back in 2015 with the Sabres, and he becomes a UFA after the end of this season. Uh, Achari is also a UFA, and you know they were able to. There was talks for a while about the Blues kind of getting, um, uh, being in the O'Reilly sweepstakes, and that they wanted two of O'Reilly, Achari, and either and I think Vladimir Sabotka was the name that was flashed around uh, for a little while. Um, and there's guys that can, you know, seem to be playoff guys. And I feel like Ryan O'Reilly's kind of gotten that moniker. Um, I'm sure Schwim is not very happy that Toronto got him. I mean, I know we talked about it, but, you know, what is your guys' thoughts on this trade? <laughs> That's... I, I know immediately me and Shorts guy agreed that they thought, or we thought that... Um, Overpass. That's a... That's like a ton of picks for Ryan O'Reilly, who's a yeah. UFA. Also, yeah, I think we said is. that like in our in our group uh, group chat like immediately. But uh, yeah, one if you're looking at it that way, one I think that's a ton of picks to give up just for a rental. Uh, I mean, yeah. I get I guess you're getting them for you know uh, a little bit cheaper than you normally would because you got two other teams paying most of his salary. But um, I mean, he definitely helps them. He's he's like you were saying, he's definitely a playoff player. I would I wouldn't mind having him. On, I think I even said to you guys, like I wouldn't mind having O'Reilly on my team, but yeah. not for not for that those amount of picks. Like the first, the what was it a first, 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 second, and a third, first, second, and third. Jesus Christ! Uh, so yeah, it's, that's yes, that's way too much for him. I, I wouldn't want that. Well, first, first, second, third, and and who's who's fourth rounder went to? Uh, fourth rounder went fourth? to the Wild. But Toronto's who's fourth, fourth rounder, right? Toronto, or no? yeah. Oh, yes, yes. Uh, so okay. So, they so have, Toronto paid. They up, gave up their Toronto. No, no, no. Toronto paid a first, a second, and a fourth. Ottawa oh, okay. gave up the third. Okay. Well, um. Well, no, Ottawa wasn't in the trade, so I guess it was. It was uh, the yeah. So they also paid Ottawa's third. So they technically gave up a first, second, third, and fourth. Jesus, that's that's Jesus. a lot of picks for a rental. But what you also get out of this deal is is you find out that the going rate for a fourth round pick is one point eight million. So if you want to buy a fourth round pick, yeah, you know, that's basically what you're going to pay for it. Re, re, you know, taking on that you know bankrolling at twenty five percent, it just seems like such an odd trade. Just like with all the different pieces of it, it's it, like whoever the hell came up with this trade idea was like it just it's it's like it's. It's weird math. It's it's really weird, messed up math that I just it don't is. understand. Yeah. <laughs> and do but you still think that's like that's going to put Toronto like over the hump? They're going to win the Stanley Cup this year because they acquired Ryan O'Reilly at the right before the trade deadline. Like uh, I, I mean, I think it helps, but I don't think it, it like definitely helps. Makes them like I don't oh, think it, it makes them like number one contenders now in the East. You know, but their their top six is. I mean, is it the best in the league? Ooh. If you do a guy off, right? If you do a player for player, pound for pound, their top six. Is it the best in the league? You have so O'Reilly in his it's debut a... skated with Marner and Tavares, and then on that first good. line you had Matthews, Nylander, and um, uh, crud, uh, the rookie last year. Um, Bunting was older. Bunting, thank you. Like in a guy off, is is that? The best six forwards. It's pretty good. Yeah, I, I, mean, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I you don't know, know. Boston's Maybe. top six is is up there, right? Um, yeah, Tampa's top six is still up there. 
They're okay. I mean, I, yeah. I'm going to say top it now. One. I think the Rangers top six is up there. Yeah. I, I think I'm just like kind of like not – I'm not buying into it because it's Toronto. And we know what Toronto does yeah. like in the playoffs lately. Yeah. So I'm right. kind of like, you've got to be scared to all hell that your team I really like, I'm, this year. I said this last year. I'm like, please, I don't want my team to break the curse for Toronto. Like, please let it be somebody, <laughs> please, yeah, let it be somebody else. And now Anybody again this but... year, they're going to play them again, most likely. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, but whatever. Yeah, that would be. The, the, the problem is, does, does Toronto have the goaltending to support these guys? Or are no, they just going to try don't. to. That's another are they issue. Just gonna, nope. Are they just going to try to, like, outscore their opponents that's you know, what they're going to try to do 10 to 7 yeah. uh, in order just to get through the first round and then you know they're they're pretty much screwed because Matt Matt Murray is not going to be back and they've got Sam uh Simsonov <sighs> they don't have the goaltending to to take them even if they make it past the first round they'll celebrate that like it's a Stanley Cup this year yeah but like they don't have the after that but then again was Darcy Kemper really the best goalie in order to get, uh, that's true. The reason why Colorado won, you know, I mean, we're looking at Darcy Kemper this year now on, on the capitals and aside from, you know, the different parts of the oh. capitals that are also wrong, Kemper's not really leading them to the promised land either. No. So could they potentially do this enough. if they have that strong? Yeah. And that's the question is Simsonov. Yeah. Is he able to be just good enough? Like Kemper was in order to, uh, and if he is just good enough, why is it going to be I in the first not. round? <laughs> if he is just good enough, why is it going to be in the first round against the Tampa Bay Lightning? <laughs> Stanley Cup really champion, hope not. Matt Murray. Uh, <laughs> if, they, if he comes back and is their starting goaltender for the playoff series and they lose to him, <laughs> I don't know what I might do. Uh, so Kevin on Facebook Live goes, we need a Leaf Oiler Cup final, no defense matchup. Oh that series no be there's no, no goal yeah. in that in that yep. final. It would either. be it'd be like nine nine eight cup final games. That'd be that actually would be very funny. It'd I probably be hilarious that. to watch. It, it would be well, you know that would be fantastic. You know there would be no overtime, and if there was overtime, it would be a very short overtime because none of those goals oh, are yeah. gonna keep you in a tight overtime game. And it would yeah. probably go seven games because every team it, it would be a matter right. of who who's gonna lose last. Yep. That's really what it's going <laughs> to come down to. Gonna, what defensive mistake is is the one going to make for, yeah, yeah. Speak, for either speak, for either speaking of losing. or Austin Matthews to destroy? Rangers Seriously. just let up another one. Oh, it's three nothing. Did now? they? Yep. I think it was Kyle Connor. I love Kyle. Yeah, Connor. it was. Yep. He's American, isn't he? Uh, yep. Oh yeah. Nice. Good old American boy. Good old American boy. Oh, oh. what turn? Oh, Filipino. Oh. Oh man! <laughs> oh, God damn it! The Rangers, are the Rangers. Uh, they should have never. The earth. They should have never traded Sammy They're Blay. Not coming back down to earth. Yeah, the curse of Sammy Blay. <laughs> I like it. Uh. Um, you know, in the debut, so in his debut, he gets this, he gets the uh, assist uh, on the I believe it was not the Marner goal, but it was an, he got an assist uh, versus the Habs. Uh, he was added, advertised, like I said, he skated with Marner, Tavares, uh, O'Reilly, that is. Uh, and then Kyle Dubas, you know, basically came out and said what everybody else thinks is that the Leafs are in cup or bust mo- mode. And, yeah. uh, you know, it's this is if he wins a cup, he's going to get a five year contract. If he loses the cup, he's gone the day after. Or if he loses if, if they lose the playoff, first round the again? day after they lose. Actually, it he's might out. even be the same day. It might even be the same day. <laughs> I can see that. I can see same day. They lose so, like twelve nothing or, or something and and get eliminated first round again and yeah boom he's at he's out of there like before the game ends. Yeah, his he won't even be unpacking his bags between now and then. No, he's gonna wait to see if they make nothing. it through the through the first round before he unpacks his stuff and gets an apartment. He's gonna nope, live in a hotel. Yep. <laughs> Although yeah, he's not apparently his lease. apparently and and so I don't know if this is true or not, but but apparently O'Reilly grabbed all his gear for, uh, the morning of the trade. Flew up to Toronto from St. Louis to play in the game, and then went back down to Chicago the next day because I guess they played in Chicago the day afterwards. So within like a forty-eight hour time span or less, he was in St. Louis, Toronto, and Chicago. Hmm. Nice. That's a lot of travel. Yeah, oh, that is big time. A lot of travel. Um, 
So obviously Leafs then make the move, and and Achari and Ray Leo also on Facebook Live, you know, made a good point that you know Achari's not a throne in the steel. He's a very good, capable two-way player. Can play penalty kill. Uh, he's going to center that third, fourth line for them. He can little do a little bit of everything. Uh, so that's a good add. And you know, like you said, you paid basically a fourth-round pick to get uh, Noel Achari, um, which isn't insignificant. So um, you know they they're going all in. Let's see what Toronto could do. Uh, Senators. I have to say, before we, real quick, yeah. before we move on, I have, I just kind of have to feel for these guys that go from a potential <laughs> playoff contending team, and then they get sent to a dumpster fire. Like yeah, you I always got it. Yeah. You got to feel for those guys because mm-hmm. they're they're going to somewhere where they know that their season's ending, very beginning of April, and they can go on vacation. I think um, I was looking at what got it. I think he's played in. Uh, like six games this year, if I believe rightly. Mm-hmm. Um, at which would I guess uh make him, you know, if they won the cup, he'd actually get a ring. I think for that. Uh, good at 26, 34 points and forty games for Toronto the HL this season. Um, seventy points in two hundred eighteen regular games. He does not have a point in ten playoff games. Actually, he might not have played for for Toronto this season. He's been a AHLer. So, With the yeah, I mean. Yeah, he could have maybe gotten a call up in the end. Who knows? Um, but let's on the other side of this. I was going to go to the centers, but I've, you know, on the other side, St. Louis obviously complete tank. Um, there, you know, there were talks about maybe just Tarasenko being the only piece, and that they would try to re-sign O'Reilly. That obviously didn't happen. Uh, they still have a bunch of pieces that maybe they could they could deal. We talked about Vladimir Sabotka, who's a very good you know middle six mm-hmm. player. Uh, so he could be had, and he's probably going to get. They could get a first-round pick for this kid, too. Um, so, you know, St. Louis has already three picks in the first round of the draft. They could bad, you know, fourth. In a good uh, draft. In a really good draft. That'd be amazing. They get four yeah. first-round picks. And, and but you they, know, could if, also, if, if, they could also make some deals on draft day, too, with, with, with all those yeah, first-round sure. picks. Well, too. yeah, with, with four yeah. firsts, they could either reload with a player or, I mean, mm-hmm. if you take three firsts and you can go up to get, you know, one of the – you know, they're not going to get the number one pick, but could you Nobody's get to the that third away. or could you get to the third or fourth overall pick and get someone like an Adam Fantilli or a Mitchkov or you know this draft is loaded? Those top five players could all be first round picks in any year. Yeah, um, yeah. So, I mean, that could you're be getting a good you're getting a good guy in the top five, no matter who you get. I mean, I mean Bedard obviously, but you know, there's a Adam Fantilli they could potentially. They could they, that they, rush they could that rush kid trade is up. being. Highly touted. Yeah. So, you know, Matt Mitchkov, he's the Russian kid. He's yeah. a goal scorer. You have Leo Carlson, who hasn't really gotten a lot of hype, but he's slowly starting to build a lot more. Um, but your, your top two picks, Fantilli and Connor Bedard, you know, right now Chicago has got uh, that two pick, and, and number one is Columbus in the rankings. But, you know, St. Louis is eight, and they could definitely keep dropping. Um, you know, maybe, you know, who knows who could uh, get some wins here. Um, but yeah, I mean, Zach Benson's uh, an elite prospect in Winnipeg. Um, we talked about Leo Carlson, Will Smith, uh, the U.S. kid um, from you know the national team, uh, is awesome. Uh, and then you have Dvorsky, the uh, kid from um, Sweden, who's you know flying up. This is it. Really, is a ridiculously loaded draft, and mm-hmm. I'm just happy that the the Rangers are able to keep at least one pick uh, for now. Yeah. Yeah. For now. Yeah. yeah for now. Uh, well, we'll talk about it a little bit. Cause I don't think that they're done. Um, I really think they're not. Uh, anyways. So St. Louis tanks, Leafs are all in senators have basically said that the next seven games are, are really their litmus test for the season. They could either be buyers or sellers. They did say they will not deal to bring it. Um, he is going to stay there and they're going to try to see if they can re-sign him. Uh, obviously if they don't have any, you know, guarantees by trade deadline, I could see that him going away, especially if, if you don't have something. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, but this plan is also to keep, uh, Hamannick and Broussard. Uh, you know, Hamannick has that weird issue where he's not really comfortable playing outside of, you know, the Western and in Canada. So, um, you know, there's not many trade options for him anyway, but um, him and, you know, Broussard are two vets that they could probably get some pieces for. 
Uh, and then you had the unhappy news or, you know, the upsetting news about Taves stepping away from the um, Chicago Blackhawks for health reasons. He has long COVID symptoms. Uh, yeah, he not will cool. not be traded this offseason, yeah. which sucks because it would have been fun to see Kane or Taves in a, you know, a playoff situation as a third line center. Yeah. I thought that would have been you mm-hmm. know, pretty interesting. Um, but, you know, you talked about how just his health is continuing to get, you know, just been dogging on him and, you know, COVID. I know that, you know, it's everyone just kind of gets it out of their head that it's not around, but you have a lot of these players that get it and like Taves have gotten it pretty bad and it's just affected mm-hmm. how they can, you know, play on the ice, which sucks. Yeah. And it's, it's affecting him now because I'm, I'm sure he would love to go try to win another cup and he's not going to do that with yeah. Chicago anytime soon. So <laughs> it's kind of hampering him in that, in that ability to do so. So he's kind of stuck right now, which sucks. And you, you, you wish nothing, you know, but the best for him and his health, and yeah. you, you hope he recovers. But you know, it kind of throws a wrench into the possibility of, of you know, him making a push, and he could be, you know, that missing piece for a team that's out there. But then yep. again, maybe this is, maybe this winds up being that this, the silver lining is he winds up, you know, maybe maybe this will end up causing him to retire a Blackhawk instead of going somewhere else. Possibly, yeah. Uh, so Taves and then obviously Kane in the game where, you know, the game right before, uh, after Taves, uh, says he's going to step away for health reasons, Patrick Kane, that's a hat trick and gets four points. Uh, and he's, yeah, we didn't make it, you know, we, we mentioned that as a part of the uh, banner for last week about I'm not happy. Uh, but Kane, Kane did say he wasn't happy about the Rangers, you know, essentially making the trade for Vladimir Tarasenko, that that was a team that he was interested in. And. This is what I was going to say. I don't necessarily, I don't think they're going to go out and make a Kane, Patrick Kane trade, the Rangers, but that other first rounder, still ha- maybe. Yeah. They mm-hmm. still have room to do it. Um, even though the Rangers just traded for uh, Tyler Mott, which last week was kind of one of the players that I, you know, interested in before they had traded for Tarasenko as a bottom, you know, forward, a, a bottom six forward uh, who can kill penalties and he's tenacious on the four check. Uh, he did great for the Rangers last playoff run, and you know they only didn't really deal much. So I, I, Julian Gauthier is an interesting player. Um, I choked around that he's essentially the Luis Mendoza of uh, the Anaheim, uh, the uh, Mighty Ducks. Um, he's ridiculously fast with zero hands. Um, you know, I they also give up a pick, but conditional seventh. Um, I like what he does on the fourth line, but I, I really don't think they're done. I think they're either going to go for – they're either going to go nuts and bonkers and get a top-line right wing again to pair with uh, um, to pair with Kreider and Zibanejad, or they're going to go for, like, the bottom six center. They'll go for a, a fourth-line center who can win face-offs and, and play on the PK. I think they're going to go big. I think they're going to trade that other first-round pick and go big, either try yeah. to acquire <laughs> – Maybe Kane, maybe Meyer. I don't know. I think they're just gonna go for it. They're like, screw this, screw this year's draft. We just we want to win you this imagine year. That's it. Timo Meyer. Yeah. Uh, I mean that. I don't, the only problem with that imagine. is I don't think they could fit that in the cap. Uh, I was gonna say year. there would be no way. There would be no way to fit him more teams in the cap. involved again. Yeah. It's gonna have to be like an eight-way and like ten percent, ten percent here, ten percent there, fifteen percent there. Yeah. Just like something absurd. I'd actually have to look up how, because he's an RFA. It could could a team take a percentage next year when they're officially not signed because they have that RFA RFA eligibility to take that ten That's million contract. That's an interesting. Hmm. I'd have to take a look at the bylaws. That is very interesting, and that is a good question. Um, but we none of us know. <laughs> um, yeah, obviously. <laughs> so, what is your guys' thoughts on? The, so Timo Meyer's the big name out there right now, and the names that are on that list of guys to get Timo Meyer are the Avalanche, the Vegas Golden Knights, because obviously they just they're going to lose essentially um, uh, Stone for the regular season. He's he's they're saying he might be back for the postseason. The Devils and the Carolina Hurricanes, because now the patch is mm-hmm. out. They have some cap room. Mm-hmm. What is your thoughts and predictions? Who gets the big guy? We know well, shorts guys. There, yeah. Well, I only it's want. It's going to be two firsts. Not, I think that's what's going to be. 
That's the thing is, I, I only want him as long as we're not going to sell the farm in order to buy the horse. Uh, I, I think it, I think that's what the, way the cost the phrase goes. Be. However, um, you know, what we're what we are seeing, what Toronto is, is giving the blueprint of is a ton of picks for a player, plus getting someone to bankroll part of the part of the salary, yeah. which, you know, as an RFA, we don't know mm-hmm. if we can what that's going to be. But there was uh, a lot of people got excited about 430 ish today because um, there was a moment in the Utica game where uh, where, where Holtz was pulled from the bench in the middle of the game. Uh, uh, Ray, Ray Leo shot me a shot, shot me a message saying that Holtz was taken from the game, but apparently it was for injury, not for trade. You know, <laughs> I got, I got a little bit excited. People were getting excited. Yeah. But it turns out it was, I was say. injury. Uh, but if the devils can land him and not give up too much, then you you know that the Devils will also probably be re-signing him because that's that's one of the big things that's that's the big contingency right now is being able to talk to uh, talk about extensions with with the you know with Claude Lemieux and and with the with the other teams and I think the Devils will only land him if if they can do that uh, but also for Carolina I also heard the the potential of Patty Kane to maybe go to Carolina that could potentially yeah, be that. a landing spot for Kane. Um, so who knows? I mean, if 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 he were to go to Carolina, the Carolina would just be just just even more lethal. If he were to come to the Devils, he would he would definitely help out a lot uh, as as far as shoring up that top six. So we'll see. I I I want him, and I'm cautiously optimistic we can get him, just so long as we don't give up way too much to get him in the process. I think it's going to be. I think the winner of the sweepstakes is is it's either going to be a major prospect and a pit and a first, or it's two firsts. I really think that's yeah. that's the the starting. See, the, the I think that the one advantage the Devils will have as far as getting if if the Devils can trade for him and get that extension is the fact that we are on on such the upswing right now that it's it's you know we're going to be a good team. We should be a good team for a very long time. Yeah. So that that could be a big selling point for him to come here if we can get that that extension taken care of, and uh, you know, and move forward and, and just not give up too much uh, in order to in order to secure his services. Yeah. Um, Shorts guy, we were also what felt very close to having a goalie fight, uh, Copley and uh, Gibson last <laughs> week. Gibson, uh, yeah. Copley just smacks. I forget what the player was, but he just started wailing on with his uh, blocker. That yeah, with yep. his blocker, just three or four punches straight at the blocker, which yep. obviously is a match penalty he was thrown out. But Gibson came up and he was slamming his stick on the ice. He wanted He's to, ready go. to go. Uh, the the refs kind of just jumped in. Both penalties, both goals got a penalty to you know to try to fight. Um, but Gibson was like, you know, he dropped his his stick and he was ready, and that was about it. Um, we, a, we have not had a good goalie tilt in a while. No, There's we need nothing. One. We're two. We need we need like a we need like a replay of like a Wa Vernon. Yeah, we need a playoff sometime. goalie fight. I want to see yeah, it this year in yeah. the playoffs. I think we that would be. There we go. We haven't gotten one I mean, in a while. If, let's let's get it in the playoffs. Vassy Vassy versus Simpson. Vassy. Oh my god! <laughs> in, in game this, seven. This in game seven. Brethren. Russian in game seven, down. which causes Tampa to lose to, to Toronto because he gets thrown out of the game and Brian Elliott has to come in <laughs> and subsequently lets up six goals in the third period and they lose. And Toronto wins nice. their first series in years, oh my celebrates God. like a Stanley Cup and then gets that swept sounds, the next the next round. That sounds like a like a short sky bold prediction for the playoffs. <laughs> Could be. It might just be. Oh God. Uh, I just look on Twitter some things, but um, yeah, I I'm excited for the team that's going to make that trade because it's going to be I think one of those ones you look back on your like, yeah it's going to be a ton it's going to be fun to watch so um you know we talked about what's uh, going on with Chicken he's still just still like come on hurry up Pull I mean the they're doing the same already. thing you know. Uh, Timo Myers is sitting. Uh, there's a bunch of guys that are sitting because they know well, they're Timo basically. Timo Myers hurt, I believe. Yeah, he just got Timo hurt. Myers he was. Hurt. He played. He didn't play today because he was hurt. He played their last game. 
Same thing with uh, Carlson. So I guess that uh, that information was bogus because Carlson's still playing. He would have been sat hmm. if he was being traded. Yeah. Uh, Ray Leo said Jarvis in a first uh, from Carolina. That would be. Uh, I don't wow. think that's enough. I still don't no, think it's enough either, but that's, that's, uh, I mean, Jarvis is a first round pick. I mean, he's very good. He's, he's uh, a good player, but yeah, that's still not enough. They'd have to give more, more picks and there maybe was, another prospect. There was, uh, I was just looking at, uh, NHL or ESPN did a, um, power rankings and they did, uh, every team's best trade of the last five years. And, oh. you know, uh, Carolina was actually number two. For the Patrick Marlowe Marlo, Patrick Marlo trade in 2019, where if you remember, Marlowe actually never played for Carolina. They just played the role of like a middleman to take cap. Yeah. Toronto needed to dump Marlowe's contract in 2019, and the Hurricanes took it on for draft capital, including a 2020 first round pick that became Seth Jarvis. That's pretty good. That's really uh, good, Devils, actually. Yeah, really good. Uh, the Devils trade, they gave Vitek Vanacek, which was this offseason, uh, obviously getting a reliable number one starter. Schwim, what was Tampa's? Uh, 2018. Come on. <laughs> Come on. Sorry. Schwim. Was it your little Schwim, McDonough? It was McDonough. Yep. <laughs> McDonough and JT Miller for a boatload of ass. <laughs> whole lot of garbage. <laughs> a whole lot uh, of garbage. Um. None of the so guy, none of the I guys they traded there are on the team anymore, right? No, they're all gone. They're all gone. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! Well, so's McDonough, so I guess whatever. So, so I I had to watch this because this just came across my feed on Instagram. And speaking of of uh, I- I- Ilya Simsonov, apparently he had a, some kind of a stomach issue, and yeah. in his post game interview, in his post game <laughs> interview. They asked him about his day, and his this is his quote: "It was a hard day on the shitter." <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's awesome! I hope he really said oh, that because that's fantastic. No, he really does. No, he really does. <laughs> he really, he really said that. That's oh fantastic. man, I'm gonna send it to our group. It's hysterical. They they, they bleep is... it out, but that's hysterical. Oh. <laughs> you guys are gonna have to watch this interview. Uh, yeah, I gotta watch oh. that. Um, just so Sorry, you guys just... know, the Rangers trade was the Adam Fox trade, which we fleeced uh, Carolina a second and a third yep. for uh, you know a, a Norris Trophy winner. Adam Fox is just the second initial blue liner after Bobby Orr to win a Norris Trophy before his third pro season. So for all those Devil fans that wanted Ty Smith, good job. Uh, I mean, come all the good I ones. Really, do we have to really bring him up? <laughs> do I have to bring him up? Couple, a couple of the good ones. No, nope, I don't want to like that one. Not a huge estimate. Um, Colorado Avalanche, uh, the Devon Caves trade with uh, Islanders. Islanders, just a shitty trade that they make there. Uh, highway robbery. Uh, Steve's Penguins, the Ricard Raquel trade, who's, you know, he's signed a six year, 30 million extension, uh, and he's on the top line. Uh, so he's doing pretty well. Uh, Minnesota Wild with that Marc Andre Fleury trade uh, last year. Uh, we have the Tage Thompson trade for the Buffalo Sabres, which, I mean, St. Louis is now... They've won. They're definitely kicking yeah, themselves. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, they won a cup, so they can't really be too bad. But true. Yeah, that's a rough one. Uh, the Panthers, the Kachuk trade, which they're winning, I think, right now. They're winning that one big time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, Ottawa Centers with Josh Norris. That's that Ottawa trade that keeps on giving uh, for the Eric Carlson uh, deal mm-hmm. with San Jose. Uh, St. Louis Blues, uh, Justin Falk, who you know they um, waived Falk from Carolina in 2022 for Joel Edmondson, a prospect and a draft pick. Um, Montreal Canadiens with Nick Suzuki, who they get for Pacioretty. That's a major win. That was um, a big win for them. Yep. Yep. And then Columbus Blue Jackets, Artemi Panarin, 2017. They targeted Panarin in the draft. They deal with Chicago uh, and got. You know, uh, fantastic eighty-plus point seasons uh, uh, out of him. So pretty, pretty good. Um, all right. So wanted to get quickly to a couple other things. Uh, we talked about Kane, Carlson. Watch is still out there. You know, it sounds like Edmonton's going to be the team that that's going to pull the trigger on him. But just they haven't been able to kind of square away contracts and some other things. But uh, he's obviously I mean, hot and heavy with Edmonton. 
I, I don't think there's many because just because of the contract and and just it, it, it's such an albatross. Even <laughs> even retaining fifty percent, seventy five percent is still um five I'm years, four Edmonton. years remaining. Yeah, and and I'm looking at at, at Edmonton stats right now. They have zero cap space. There's eight point three million in LTIR, and their projected cap hit is ninety million. Yeah. Like how in the yeah I don't hell, know how they're fitting them. How in the hell are you going to fit Carlson into this? Like, and again, this is like I know that I know that Connor McDavid was going to get paid, but this is what happens when you when you give a contract like that to one of your top players is you get cap screwed. Like they're yeah. going to have to send someone. They may have to send someone that's making a considerable amount of money. The other way to San Jose. Like, holy crap. Yeah. Uh, Ray Leo asked uh, how much is the cap not going up, going to affect the deadline. I just think that there are some teams that have the availability and with other teams willing to accept some contract uh, money, you know, retaining some percentage. I think that's, what's going to help. Uh, so I think that you're going to see the the Carlson deals. You're going to see mm-hmm. uh, the Patrick Kane deals. You're going to see guys like that move, be- and and even Timo Meyer, um, because other teams are willing to take draft capital for uh, some mm-hmm. uh, dollar bills. Uh, Max Domi, you know, he's looks likely. He leads the Blackhawks with 42 points, by the way, in 55 games. Uh, he's he's going to be good. a good addition yep. for a team. Uh, some grit and gr- uh, snarl. Same thing, I think Tyler Bertuzzi's another guy that's going to be dealt. Um, you know, Brock Besser is one of those guys, and I know that Devils, you know, I know you guys like him, um, and we love him for another podcast, but I, two years remaining, that's a, that's where I think that, you know, other than Carlson being, that's crazy, four years. But um, mm-hmm. other than him, you know, I think that might be a little tougher for got, you know teams to swallow because that's a little more into the future. Um but I could, you could definitely see guys like Lars Eller and James Van Riemsdyk and Nick Benino, and we talked about Saboka um, being traded. Uh, and then defensemen, you know, we, they talk about Chikrin and and uh, Carlson, but I think Go- Ghost, Go- Shane Gossespierre is definitely going to be traded. Uh, pending UFA, he's, he's been on the power play, uh, just a guy that can move the puck. Uh, Gavrikov is another guy that they're talking about a first-round pick for this kid, but... Um, Every no, player is going to be like for a first round pick. It seems like. Yeah. Well, Toronto. Yeah. I, I think Toronto is going to is has screwed everyone else in trying to make a trade with with what they what they gave yeah. up for a rental. Yeah. I mean, there are guys. I think Klingberg is going to be less than a first. He'll probably be a third. Uh, Luke Shen's a fourth or fifth. Uh, same thing with Justin Braun. He's probably even more like a fifth, sixth. Uh, the guy that I think is interesting that could be dealt and. I don't know what his price is going to be, but Matt Dumba, I mean, he's been a healthy scratch on several mm-hmm. occasions this season, pending UFA. He, he does crazy. a lot for his team. I think he's I think he's gone. I think he's going to get traded. I just don't know what that price is because you think of Dumba and you have the name value, but you realize that yeah. he has not had a good season. No, he hasn't. No, but Minnesota's been, been like of... so streaky. They've been so up and down, up and down. Like, they, I don't know, they can't like get out of their own way sometimes, but um, but I think that, like you know, a couple of years ago, Tampa was actually looking at him, like trying to acquire yeah. him. But that's uh, I don't know about now, but because the kind of seasons are I don't know how he did. How did he do last season? I don't remember. Was he OK last season or kind of the same as this season? Yeah, yeah I think he had close to 30 points, close to 30 points. Yeah. Hmm. But um, and then I'm uh, getting back to Edmonton. Uh, one of the guys that they could ship out of there is uh, what's his face? Um, uh, Paul Yarvey. Oh, Paul Yarvey. Yeah. If somebody wants to take a chance on him again, because he's making three million, you can get that off of yeah. off your books. If you can bring in another contract, now take that out. I'm gonna say but, for for the Devils, I would I'd go after someone like Puyarvi as a middle six player. I I think that he's just been underutilized in, in Edmonton, and he's someone that scares the crap out of me if he was going to the Devils because I think he mm-hmm, couldn't realize well, realize that talent. He's one of those um, guys and, that he you think a change of scenery might actually help him. Like you yeah, honestly think that yeah. a might lot really help him. Yeah. yeah. Which is crazy to think because you could play on a line with Connor McDavid and not play well. Like, that is mind-boggling. Like, I think we could score, you know, the three of us, if, if Connor McDavid's playing for full 82, I could net 10 goals. <laughs> so, just craziness. Especially if, you have, um, especially if you have someone like Marty Lynn passing to you. 
Yeah, exactly. To lose a bet. Uh, <laughs> I could just, I could just, uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I could just Kirk it and just have him. He could just shoot slappers off my face and go into the goal. I could get ten. Goals. Oh yeah, um, big time. And then, lastly, goalies. You think there's uh, a couple tenders moved? Any anyone of uh, significance? I know that you know you have John Gibson out there. Demko yeah, doesn't Gibson. sound like he's going to mm-hmm. be traded. Um, James Reimer, uh, Varlamov for the Islanders. If if they start to mm-hmm. you know really go downhill, the guy that if I'm a team and I I could see this happening two years in a row where the Coyotes getting rid of their number one goaltender, but Carvel yeah. Melka has two seasons remaining on his contract. You know, maybe you you pay that first round pick and a, and a decent prospect to get a starter who could, you know, be there for a little while. Do something for you. Yeah, and you know, one of the teams that that could potentially use that that good solid starting goaltender is is LA. LA is doing very good. Oh, well, the, the the Penguins, but LA as well. Uh, I don't know. That's why I wanted Steve on the pod. Trade I that wanted close. him to just go off on goalies. <laughs> <laughs> I still think. I mean, I. As, especially since he's a, a Pittsburgh kid, I still think Gibson to to, to Pittsburgh would yeah. potentially be the, one of the best things. But apparently, Jari Jari was coming back today. Yeah. Jari was going to come back today. I don't know what the score is in that game right now, but um, they were winning. The, the Penguins, the, the the Penguins have not had any consistent goaltending, you know, since since Mark Andre Fleury because you know even Matt Murray was was questionable at times. Like Matt Murray. Yeah, you know, Matt Murray won it for Pittsburgh, but even still, like Matt Murray is still kind of questionable. Yeah. You know, injury yep. prone. Then Jari is questionable and injury prone. It's like mm-hmm. peng- the Penguins have not yet recovered from um, Mark uh, from from Flower. Just like the Devils, it took the Devils until you know virtually this year to recover from losing Brodeur. I hate to I hate to say it, but the one team that transitioned from from a a, a long time goaltender into another potential long time goaltender, unfortunately, is the Rangers. Mm-hmm. You know, they're one of the only teams to actually transition from from you know great great goalie to great goalie, which is tough to say, but it's yeah. it's what they what they've done. You know, mm-hmm. it's I mean, Schwim, you're the your lightning are potentially going to have this have this problem in a, what five, six, seven, eight years. Whenever Vassy is finally done, yeah, you whenever know. he's done. I mean, no, it's it's going to be like when 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 Vassy finally calls it quits. It's going to be like when Brodeur left the Devils. It's like he's he's the goaltender that made your franchise, yeah. you know what it is. I don't know. Maybe somebody will come out of the coming out of the woodworks by then. But he's still I only hope. in his twenties, so I think he's still yeah. got he's still got a ways to go. But no, uh, absolutely, I'm just, never, I'm just saying that's, that's 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 gonna be tough to replace down, down the road. That's gonna be very hard to replace, no matter who look, who they get. Look, look, look how tough it was to finally, re, you know, find Brodeur's replacement. We just this year did it. We just now did it this year. <laughs> uh, Michael Borga on Facebook Live asked Shorts guy, "What's up with the hair being red?" <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, uh, quick explanation. Uh, we did a fundraiser at work, and the kids got to pick my hair color, and we fundraised for my uh, polar bear plunge efforts, of which uh, this coming Saturday we'll jump in the Atlantic Ocean for the polar bear plunge, which benefits Special Olympics of New Jersey. And uh, so basically the secretary at work asked if I would dye my hair for some kind of charity, and I said, yes, I absolutely mm-hmm. would, just because <laughs> you're going to give me permission to dye my hair <laughs> in yep. the middle of the school year. So I'll take it. That would it's be good one. job, short guy. Uh, very admirable. I'm not doing that. Uh, <laughs> I would. I. I. I'm. I'm hoping it. This is like an every year thing. <laughs> I would do I it. If my this. job wanted me to do that for some sort of fundraiser. Yeah. I would do it in a heartbeat. Absolutely. It would be great if shorts. Uh, if you know, Schwim's hair was like pink and his beard was black as night. <laughs> uh, that would be fantastic. Um, I'd want to go like this. green or something. I don't know. Green, yeah. Apparently, the Islanders released that Matt Barzal is out indefinitely with a lower body injury. Uh, yeah, I just I saw mean, that. If they're not it's selling like a, right away, Mayfield, Varlamov, Parise, like see you later. It almost sounds like though it's like a week to week thing with with what Jack Hughes was. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, who knows? It, I I do miss the times you know back in the day when we actually heard what the injury was until the playoffs, and it was upper body, lower body. I kind of miss those those days of knowing what the injury is and how long they're actually going to be out. 
Yeah, it's pretty ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Um, did you guys see the? There was a video online about uh, you know we were at Coyotes Arena uh, mullet um, a couple weeks ago, but there was a the the coyote comes around and he's got uh, bug spray. And he's got like the little canister. It's got water in it, obviously. It's colored, f- colored mm-hmm. water. And it's got the little like uh, nozzle to spray things. And he's looking around. It's during the, the Blue Jackets game. And there's a Blue Jackets fan there. And he turns around and starts spraying the kid with uh, the nozzle <laughs> with the water. I would be so pissed off if oh, like, I'm getting soaked with water because, you know, they think it's oh, funny. Yeah. He, I hope he got uh, something good. He better have got like a jer- signed jersey or something. I hope so I'm too. Su- yeah, I'd be pissed. I'm. I'm surprised they didn't do anything like that to me when we were there. I at least probably deserved uh, it. Yeah. No, but you were rooting for them. If you were rooting against them, that would have been hysterical. I would have loved that. They were, they were uh, just waiting I... for they were, they were waiting for Shorts guy to say something against uh, Vegas and and to show that he was like a coyote uh, or a. Uh, against the coyotes to show he was a Vegas fan. If he like showed any if he showed any way that he was a Vegas fan, they were gonna like, all right, get him out of here. All the guys with the with the SWAT coats and, and, and aviators are gonna come pull you out of there. I'm telling you that I, I, I won all the locals over when I said Las Vegas is a waste of water. That right there won <laughs> everyone over. Yeah. They like that one. That uh, <laughs> the guy the bald guy in front of you though was not happy about that one. It was very funny. Um <laughs> There's also another quick, quick little Twitter thing. There was a kid at the uh, Bruins game that said, uh, "McAvoy, I'll trade you autograph for my mom's number." And then he pointed his arrow pointed to his mom. <laughs> not bad looking, actually. So, right. Yeah, not, not bad. I mean, the kid's right. selling his mom. I, it, it's that's it's, that kid. That's that kid's. But... Uh, I think that kid. How old was that kid? Uh, he had kid's to have been somewhere. I don't know, twelve, thirteen. Yeah. He's he's wise beyond his years. I think <laughs> he is. It's really, you know, empowerment. Yeah, he's, um, he's advanced. A couple stars of the week. Uh, you know, I was looking at uh, some stats. Stutzla had quite the week. Uh, four goals, ten assists. I'm sorry, four goals, six assists, uh, ten points last week. He was on fire. Um, Brady Kachuk, another. You know, since really since the All Star game, he's been on fire. Four goals, four assists, eight points. Uh, he's been, you know, very good for a, an Ottawa team that has not been uh, very good. And then goaltenders, I mean, you just have to look no further than Connor Ingram, uh, who's played very well for Arizona in in the absence of uh, Vilmelka. He had two games off, so he had two wins, allowed two goals total um, in over two games of play. Uh, so good job on Connor Ingram's part. Uh, what else let's we got? Not talk, wanted... Let's not talk about that anymore. Let's move on. Yeah, let's let's move on. I know. Sh- I don't, don't want to talk about that. Very happy about that. Um, <laughs> Boston Bruins. I know we t- talked about it quick. Uh, talked about it before, but David Pasternak, uh, you know, just scored forty-one goals today. Uh, he is. Oh, he has two today. You know, approaching. Yeah, two today. Uh, mm-hmm. His goal totals. You know, he's on pace for about fifty-eight goals, one hundred twelve points, which they don't approach any all-time Bruins records or NHL records. But if he hits that goal mark of fifty-eight, it will be the fourth most goals in a season by a Bruin breaking Phil Esposito's clean sweep of the top five goal-scoring seasons in Bruins history. So wow. Phil wow. Esposito has the top five goal scorers in, <laughs> in NHL history, which is I, – I just saw that stat. I was like, that is – Phil Esposito was a beast. He was, Before yeah. Gretzky. Yeah. Um, so good and on, now good he on just, Espo. And now, now, and now he just, just screams away into in the, the microphone. And now, he's, now he's a crazy old man in Florida. <laughs> crazy old man. <laughs> Um, eating eating early yeah. dinners and yelling to microphones. <laughs> I mean, just fantastic. <laughs> All right, because we can't go, uh, you know, a podcast without talking about how great Connor McDavid is. He has 102 points, uh, but these really are the could. stats that I saw from him again today. Which you just read stuff and you're like, "How is this?" So he picks up two assists against the Red Wings. He get a couple more points uh, in the game against the Rangers. He eclipsed the 100 point mark for the sixth time in his young eight year career. It's his third consecutive 100-point season, and if it wasn't for COVID, he had 96 points in 55 games. He would have hit 100 there, too. Yeah, he would have crushed that, yeah. Uh, yeah. Big time. This would have been his seventh consecutive season of 100 points, which would be the second longest streak in NHL history behind Gretzky's 13. So Connor McDavid is just absolute craziness. Um, Incredible. He's 
gonna set career highs. He's approaching 150 points. The whole thing. When he picks up his 100th point, which he did last game, he becomes the 16th player in NHL history with six seasons of 100 or more points. He joins only Hall of Famers. Five players, Gretzky, Lemieux, Marcel Dion, Mike Bossy, Peter Stastny, had seven seasons, 100 points each. He's going to hit that soon. Uh, oh, yeah. He'll finish second on the on this list uh, behind Gretzky all-time with 15 uh, by the time his career's over. He's uh, just... Um, you know, he's, he's two he's points away from 800. Uh, 80, 181st player to reach 800 points. Uh, he averages he averages 1.47 points per game for his career, which is fourth highest behind Gretzky, Lemieux, and Mike Bossy. He's a good player, man. Uh, he's he's, he's incredible. pretty good, I guess. Yeah, pretty good. However, <laughs> however, he'll never win a cup with Edmonton. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean... I don't think yeah, so either. I agree. I don't think it's going to happen mm-hmm. with them. Yeah, I mean, their best chance somewhere was, else to win it. Their best chance was with Lightning Legend Mike Smith and Net, but they blew that, <laughs> they blew that opportunity. Yes. <laughs> um, wasn't very good, or he was very good. Sorry, uh, the team wasn't. Um, I think we were talking. Goalies, I don't remember what he was talking about. Sorry, sorry, Corey. Uh, sorry, uh, Michael. Um, all right, so there was a thing on Twitter one before we head out. What is the NHL equivalent of the Kevin Durant trade? So, if you guys don't know basketball, the trade deadline was absolutely bonkers. Essentially, a top three player in the NBA was traded on. Uh, the trade at the trade deadline, you had a bunch of other great players traded, and what would be the equivalent of Kevin Durant being traded? Is it? I don't know. Now, um, I have to. So, so I, I just kind of have to ask, as far as parameters are concerned, because Kevin Durant basically forced that trade to happen. Are you talking about an yeah. NHL equivalent of a trade of someone that forced a trade to happen, or just in general, or like the well, third best in player general. in the league being traded? Yeah, like could could the could there be like? I don't even. I don't think the NHL has the. I don't think there's anyone that that the NHL, even even if the player was asking for his way out, I don't think there's any team that would trade someone of a. You know, not McDavid because obviously he's not. He's the best player, but you know, a Drysital or a. Edmonton traded Gretzky. Yeah, they did. Yeah, it's Edmonton true. Anybody Gretzky. can be That's, traded. That's that's the one that comes to my mind right away, and and that's the I think the one trade that no, one, that's the one player that I don't think anyone ever thought would get traded. Yeah, but Edmonton traded Gretzky. It changed to LA. hockey in California. Yeah. Oh, big time! It changed hockey in California. Yeah. I mean, he he went to the to the Cup final in 03, or excuse me, yeah. ninety three. You know, right away. Um, that oh, man. That might be one I'm of cur- the only I'm curious. ones. What did, what did Durant get traded for? Uh, four first-round picks. Jesus. A, two pick swaps and, like, three very good young players. Okay. So that would be – that sounds like – like, do you think McDavid – if some if Edmonton wanted to trade McDavid, would he be traded for four first-round picks, three prospects, See, and I, something else? I think it would be more right now. I, I would yeah, think okay. it would be more, too. Yeah, especially just because of how right it'd be more. Yeah, <laughs> it'd be somebody's like but, entire draft. I think if they go like, uh, <laughs> yeah, pretty who, much. Yeah, like, who's that football, one who's the football team that traded their entire draft that one year? Was it the? Well, was it the Jets? Probably the, the Jets. Islanders, Cowboys, or something. Islanders uh, wanted to do that when uh, when Ryan Murray was uh, getting yeah, drafted that by was Columbus. The dumbest thing they wanted ever. to share yep. their entire draft. Oh, that's right. They did. I forgot that. But the one football, the one football oh. team actually did it. They traded their entire draft. I think it was yeah. it was between Dallas and somebody. And Dallas got all the oh, teams draft picks. Really, for the Saints. Saints. Okay, was that it? Was that like Mike Dicker or something well, was involved? Well, I forgot. Well, Mike Dicker was one, but Herschel Walker trade. Uh, that was a monster. That too. was a ridiculous um, trade. Yeah. Yeah, Dallas got a uh, shit. That that's what ended up being Aikman and and uh, Emmett Smith. They got um, all those draft picks and, and players or something yeah. too, and they ended up like cutting yeah. just all the shitty players that got traded there. Essentially, yeah. I, aside from the Gretzky trade, I don't know if there really is another trade that's uh, anywhere near equivalent to that. Um, 
what uh, what player now would that be? I mean, are we talking a what uh, player uh, now? Yeah, I I guess McKinnon would be up there. Um, if we're if we're talking about the third best player in the league, man. Um, By the way, Gretzky back in 1988 that, was traded for Jimmy Carson, Martin Jelena, 15 million dollars, and the Kings' first round draft picks in '89, '91, and '93. Three first rounders. Yep. yep. All right. Lindros to Philly, but he was a prospect. That he wasn't even the best player at that time. Yeah, yeah. no, he wasn't. Patty and, and Patty Waugh. That, yeah, well, Patrick. Yeah, that's yeah, that's that was a, a that's big a one. good one. That was that's a big a one. one. And the only the only reason that happens is is because um because Quebec moved to Colorado. Like there were yep. That trade, that trade does not happen to that between those two franchises. If 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 it if Quebec had stayed in Quebec City, could you imagine what would have happened in Montreal if they would have traded yeah. Patrick Waugh to Quebec? Like that would have been just abs- yeah. like Montreal would have burnt. You know. Oh yeah. It would have it would it would have burnt to the ground. Um, and Patrick Patrick Waugh trade. Yeah, I, I mean, so really- Leafs trading. Wendell Clark was a big deal. Everyone hated that one in the Leafs, but they get they cut, turn around and get Matt Sundin from that trade, who captain. captain. Yeah, becomes a, a Leafs legend. Yep. Uh, obviously, Jumbo Joe getting traded from Boston to the Sharks that was big news. Man, do you guys yeah, remember the three the players end of his they career, got? Though no, 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 not not in '05. Jumbo Joe. Oh yeah, sure, true. Sorry. Yeah, 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 sorry. Do you remember the three players that traded from? Uh, to Boston no. for Joe Thornton? No, no. Wayne Primo, Brad Stewart, and Marco Sturm. Wow, jeez, no so traffic. terrible. Three players Nothing. for wow, that's yep. terrible. Yeah, uh, the the Watch. Sharks then made the playoffs nine of the next ten years. Was that was that a Peter Shirelli trade? <laughs> was he was he there at that time? Because his trades were yeah. terrible for Boston. Um, and when is Tampa party signing for Edmonton? When is when it when 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 is Tampa going to trade Vassy and, and get on this list? Yeah. Oh Maybe. God, they better not. They better not ever. Uh, speaking, speaking of uh, Vassy to the Tampa. Panthers or to, or to Carolina, <laughs> the Marty St. Oh, Louis trade to the Rangers. Callahan a first and a conditional second. Uh, yeah, that was a big one. Yeah, that was a sad. That was a uh, sad day. What about what about Forsberg is, to the Flyers? So I, I said that first because uh, that was Lindros, right? But that was when Lindros was only a prospect. So I don't know. You know, both of them were both very young. So they weren't, you know, the names that they were supposed to be. But the best trade, I think, of all time, player for player, uh, or what turned out to be player for player, is the new Dyke trade for Jerome McGinley. That was a good one. Dyke goes on to win a cup. Did they know what they were getting at the time with the Ginla? I don't think so, right? Who else? I mean, who else was in that trade? So it was, uh, da, 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 da. so it was Newendike to uh, the Stars for a Ginla and Corey Mullen. Yeah, so they he was the eleventh overall pick by the Stars, a Ginla. So they must have known what they were getting. But uh, yeah, I mean, obviously Stars won the cup. They can't be too yeah. sad, but. Uh, Calgary worked out pretty well. Yeah, uh, Doug Gilmore. Hash- what about Hashik being traded? Was was Hashik traded from Buffalo to Detroit? Yeah, to Detroit. Um, I'd have to look what the return was for that. It didn't really work out well. No, not well at Buffalo. all. <laughs> uh, yeah. Doug, Does anything ever work out Gilmore well for trade? Buffalo? Poor JJ. Yeah, not much. Poor little JJ. Um, uh, one of these days. <laughs> Poor JJ. Uh, Nineteen eighty nine. Actually, so. Doug Gilmore was actually one of those guys that when he was with the Flames, he told them he wasn't going to come back to work until he was traded. Uh, so mm-hmm. he's you know almost that Kyrie Irving esque, and he was dealt in a ten player swap, one of the largest Jeez. in NHL history, uh, to um, Toronto. And then you have the Tyler Sagan trade to the Dallas Stars, and he was you know young mm-hmm. up and coming, just won the cup two years ago, I think it was. That was uh, Shirelli. That was definitely Peter Shirelli. Yep. Uh, he deals Sagan, Rich Peverly, and Ryan Button to the Stars in return for Louis Erickson, Joe Morrow, Riley Smith, and Matt Frazier. Wow. One of the worst trades was the. Uh, I mean, it's not. I mean, 
I don't know. People really remember it or anything, but um, Washington trading uh, Philip Forsberg for freaking Martin Erat. Yeah, Erat. Yeah, I think it was it was Forsberg for Erat straight up. I don't think there was anything else in that trade. Yeah, Weber for Subban. That was a good player for player trade. That was a remember hearing about that one. We're like, holy oh. shit! That was like a huge yeah. one. Another and Shirelli then, uh, bomb. Uh, the de- Devils getting Taylor Hall for Adam Larson. For Larson, yep. I was just gonna bring that up. I was just gonna bring yep. that up because the Devils were the talk of the league for like finally, yeah. and then hours hours later that Subban trade popped, mm-hmm. and all of a sudden yep. everyone forgot about the Devils again. <laughs> um, that yeah, was a good that, trade. That's a fleecing. Oh yeah. Uh, that's Adam that's Larson. definitely that was a definitely joke. a fleecing. And now he's a now he's a a cracking legend. Yeah. He's playing pretty well for Seattle though, but not like. Swap for MVP of the league. Yeah, you know. Well, but 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 then Play, again, but... look 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 how well Taylor Hall worked out for us. It's you know we made the playoffs yeah. once. All right, last quick thing before we we start heading out. Uh, did you guys see this? So there's an Irish footballer, soccer for the uneducated, uh, James McLean, who wants to see players be allowed to fight on the pitch, like in ice hockey. Just nice. an observation. If football introduced the rule like in hockey, where if there's an on-field issue, then let the two players involved have a 10 to 15 minute second tear up, and then sin bin the them. 15 I minutes. guarantee there'd be 10 to 15 second. Did I say oh, okay. That? Yeah, you said minutes. 10 to so 15 like, oh, second shit. tear up, uh, and then sin bin them. I guarantee they'd be far less handbags. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. That's awesome. Uh, that's pretty great. He's uh, yeah. he is he is he is definitely a. Uh, He's he's definitely kind of a lightning rod. He's he's a very uh, pretty much he refuses to wear poppies on Remembrance Day because of of, of English Irish uh, problems. Oh, yeah. So he's who does he play he's for? definitely very outspoken. I don't know who he plays for right now. Uh, oh, he Arsenal? plays for Wigan I can't right really now. Read. No, oh, okay. no, he plays for Wigan. Are you saying Irish? Is, uh, okay. No, 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 no. Wigan is is in the uh, EFL. The uh, oh. Uh, it's champ the, the championship. Sorry, uh, he's in the okay. championship. But James McLean is actually a really good player. Um, there were, there were rumors of, of him coming to the Red Bulls, which I would have liked. But you know, he's he's definitely an outspoken player. If they allowed that in football, the uh, the game would take like eight hours because there'd be fights like every after every yeah. play. There's so many plays in football. There'd be some sort yeah. of dispute after every. Every play, and there's and there's less fighting today in hockey than there has been years ago. So we just need to oh, bring yeah. back more fighting yeah. in hockey right now. Yeah, I don't mind it. I don't, I don't care that there's not that much fighting anymore. It's nice to see like in like in the playoffs when everything's like jacked up and you see guys like going at it. Yeah, uh, and everything that makes it like really fun. But like during the regular season, I could I could care less if there were more if there was more fighting. Patrick Wild, Mike yeah. Vernon. Still, some of the that I would want. To, if the... it's goalies, if it's goalies, yes, I want to see lots of fighting. <laughs> Everyone else, I don't really care about. But yes, we're we're due. And I want to see there, a goalie fight. There is there is one classic still shot of the Patrick Wall Mike Vernon fight of them just duking it out like mid yeah. punch. Oh, and it's, it's great. It's, yep. it's one of my all time. There was a source source for sports put out a catalog one year and that was the back cover full picture back cover of Juan Vernon just duking it out. I I love that picture. And then didn't Wa fight Osgood like the ne- next did. year or year after or something like yeah. that and yeah. kick the crap out of him. Yeah. Uh, that was so friggin' that was awesome. We we need that, that was back we need when, a, uh, Well, you need to back. put Detroit back in the West. You have, you have to put Detroit back in the way. They should. I think they should. maybe that would uh, might. maybe that would happen. It's, we'll see what happens. Especially if Quebec it's, comes it's, in. It's this picture right here. That's a good one. Yeah, if it. my phone will if it'll focus on it. But yeah, that was that was the backup. Yeah, we all know. Oh, love it. Love it. Shorts love guy, it. just for you. Uh hopefully Jack Hughes comes back and continues to do ridiculous because this this Ooh. card right here is keep nice. going up and up in value. And I love every moment nice. of it. So yeah, I went online. It was going for like four thousand dollars on eBay. I was like, yes, 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 yes. Sweet. Damn! And you just you just um, pulled that out of a pack? Yeah, pull it out of a pack. 
That's how you do that's it. A, what is that? That's just a signed card, awesome. or is it a rookie card? It's uh, yeah, it's rookie uh, scripted swatch. So he actually autographed his jersey. Jesus, that's so cool. Yeah, pretty cool. Uh, uh, gents, my beer, solid four, Black Project, very good. Uh, I forget what yeah, I rate. Dirt. I forget what I rate yellow flashing lights. I'm gonna say four, four, two, it's five, good. whatever it is. Yeah. There you it's, go. It's good, Why and it, it tasted even better last night when I was there. <laughs> very nice. I'll I'll join Shrimp. the bandwagon. I'll say four also. Boom. Thank you, Edge uh, Dean. Schwimmer? Yeah, thank you, Edge Dean. Very nice of you. Uh, I forget what take her home, but dad joke. What dad joke am I supposed to say today? Did I say the uh, the politician one yet or no? Nope. I don't think so. I, think it 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 I got arrested. It. I got arrested for uh, acting like a politician. I was just sitting around doing nothing. Oh, I think you told us that one. That's terrible. <laughs>